Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Hello, welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, your host, Adit. I'm so glad you're here today, and we are going to talk about the three sneaky signs of stress and how to work on it. Because stress does not easily show up sometimes in this big, loud way. And I want this episode to support you in managing your stress. But before we dive in, I want to thank you all so much for taking the time wherever you're tuning in from. I see you tuning in from Canada, the United States. I see you out in Kenya and Mexico, all the way out in Japan. I thank you all for taking the time out of your life to just spend some time here on your healing journey and trusting me to support you along the way. If no one's told you this recently, let me be the one to tell you that I am so proud of you for investing in yourself and investing in your healing, your growth. This is so important because we oftentimes spend so much of our time giving, giving, giving to others that we don't really give back enough to ourselves. So if you're here today, I want you to literally give yourself a big hug, like a self hug, like wrap your arms around your shoulders and give yourself a big bear hug because you deserve it. High five, friend. So I also want to thank you for taking the time to leave me reviews. This means so much because it really helps spread the podcast to helping more people. And so I want to read One of the reviews from Miss Double L, and she says, I only subscribe to two podcasts, and this one has been so enjoyable. It'll be my third subscription. So many topics are covered, and the help slash information is conveyed in a way that resonates personally with you. Definitely recommend to women, especially highly sensitive people. Thank you so much, Miss Double L. I really appreciate your review. I read all of them. So thank you for subscribing and coming and tuning back every week. Now let's dive into the episode. So when you think of being overwhelmed, you're probably seeing someone, um, you know, thinking of someone who's running around, always super busy, feeling anxious, stress, they don't feel great, they're struggling to sleep. This is common because it's the way we think of overwhelm, this frazzled, scattered feeling. But there are so many other signs and they're super sneaky and kind of quiet that I think they're really important to be aware of as well. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the top three sneaky signs that you're overwhelmed and stressed out but you may not even realize it. There are so many different times of the year where we can put a lot more pressure on ourselves to do more, be more, and show up for our families, our friends. We work hard to live up to their expectations of who they think we should be. And I know this firsthand 
especially because I'm a daughter of a very loving immigrant family, and it's really easy for us to settle into high-functioning anxiety habits and to find some weird balance in the second stage of the chronic stress response, which we're going to talk more about in the next week's episode. But the truth is, our body is experiencing stress even if we've been able to convince our mind that we're not stressed at all. We convince ourselves that we're managing everything okay enough, right? That we're staying on top of things and that we're this productivity powerhouse of accomplishment. And in the meantime, our body is full of the stress hormones like epinephrine and noradrenaline, also known as adrenaline, cortisol, and a large number of inflammatory chemicals. And this takes a toll on our body and eventually moves us into burnout. And you know I like to talk about burnout a lot, especially on last episodes. You've probably heard me talk about the signs of burnout and what to do. And I always pretty much come back to the point, like the first point, the first stage of Anything related to burnout is awareness, right? Awareness is always the first step because with awareness, we're able to notice. And I really encourage to notice without judgment, really releasing that self-judgment, the criticism that we can have against ourselves. And, you know, we almost kind of can become our own worst critics. And I want you to do something about it that's really rooted more in self-compassion, right? It's being aware and really marrying awareness with self-compassion. And part of self-compassion is also to take action, right? Once we know that we're stressed, it's important to do something about it and not let it continue to be this um, basically a point of chronic stress because we all know that that can just become a snowball of other things that can come from that. So let's get into those sneaky signs of overwhelm And then I'll share what you can do to really overcome this stress and really even maybe think about it as a way to reset. So the first sneaky sign of overwhelm that we often don't hear about is brain fog. It's like your memory has taken a vacation. You're like, you know, freaking out a little bit because you're like, why can't I remember what I just did yesterday or what I did last week or what did I just eat this morning and you are maybe about to leave the house and you can't remember what you were supposed to grab with you, right? It's these small ways that um, forgetting becomes really part of your day-to-day and you start to worry a little bit. Um, That's a good sign to really kind of become aware that you're likely overwhelmed, overstimulated, and maybe on the brink of burnout, right? You're going to be thinking about brain fog such as like forgetting things, losing, misplacing objects, just feeling stuck on a lot of projects. You're unable to find solutions, unable to make decisions, big or small ones. I really like to call that decision fatigue. I oftentimes can really relate with this um, sneaky sign of overwhelm. And so I'm aware when some of these things start to happen, I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. I got to reset here. 
Um, and the reason is it's that the stress response prioritizes what we need instinctually for our safety. So it shuts down the access to our prefrontal cortex, right? That that part of our brain, it's our higher level thinking brain. So if you think about it, when you're running away from a bear, which is what your stress response is designed to do, right? It's designed to save you. It's designed to protect you. Then contemplating the meaning of life or solving a complex work problem isn't going to be a priority. Survival doesn't leave the room for complex problem solving. Number two, another sneaky way that you are a good sign that is overwhelm or burnout is that you're thirsty all the time. Your kidneys produce a number of hormones involved in the stress response And if you've been chronically stressed for a while, this means you may be heading into adrenal fatigue. And this lowers the production of a hormone called aldosterone. And what that is responsible over is for helping manage the water balance in your body. And the longer you've been chronically stressed, the longer this balance has been challenged. And so you'll often feel dehydrated. I know I often, when I am dehydrated and I'm thirsty and I'll even get headaches, I'll notice. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, okay, what is happening here? My body is trying to tell me a sign. And I always say, even to my clients, that our body holds wisdom. And so when you start to just slow down and become tuned into your body, you become, again, aware, step one. You're aware of these small, sneaky signs that overwhelm and stress is really present in your life. And so when I get a headache, when I start to notice I'm really thirsty, I'm drinking maybe more water, um, I'm feeling this fatigue and brain fog. I'm forgetting things. I'm like, okay, girl, Adi, slow the hell down and get you a reset right now. And let's move on to number three. So the third sneaky way that overwhelm and burnout is present in your life, the stress is bigger and you need to be paying attention to it. So the third one is that your hair is falling out more often than normal. And like I said, your hair falls out every day, right? It's just a natural, normal part of our body cycle. I think my hairdresser once told me like we lose a hundred hair strands a day or something like that. So it's normal. It happens. And when you really want to pay attention, what is maybe outside of that normal is if you brush your hair, you shower, your shower drain begins to, it just seems to have more hair in it than normal. That's a good sign to maybe pause and even maybe connecting with your primary physician and making sure there's nothing medically also wrong, right? And so even with all the other things, to sneaky signs. You want to also just get it cleared by your doctor. There isn't something else medically, right? And if there isn't, then this is a good sign that this is probably stress-related. So if your hair is falling out related to stress, chronic stress, there's three types of ways our hair can fall out. Um, The first one is telogen effluvium. It's when your hair follicle is pushed out prematurely before completing a full growth cycle, and that results in excess shedding. 
The second is alopecia areata, is systematic hair loss in which your immune system is actually attacking your hair follicles, causing them to fall out. And this can be a permanent condition for some people. And the third is trichotillomania. That's a fun tongue twister, right? Uh, But that's actually a disorder in which someone pulls out or picks out their own hair, which is often exacerbated by high levels of stress or anxiety. It's just the body's focused, repetitive way um, to kind of self-soothe, and it's closely linked to obsessive-compulsive disorder. So any of those signs are really important moments to pause and consult with your physician, uh, seek out professional support, maybe from a psychiatrist or psychologist, therapist, and really um, kind of getting deeper into what is happening and coming up for you. So now what do you do, right? Um, You know, I'd always advise, of course, consulting with a primary doctor and professional um, and if you haven't yet done that and you're wondering well what can I do at home right well here's some things that you can try in the meantime if you're experiencing any of these symptoms and you know you're stressed out and you need to do something about it immediately to kind of reset right maybe between now until your appointment time with your doctor or that therapist that you're about to go see The three things I recommend is, number one, practicing mindfulness strategies, right? This is really to help slow things down, really calm your central nervous system and tell your your brain that like you're not in danger, right? You're not running from a bear. And so taking this like mindful approach to increase your awareness and really get out of autopilot so you can notice more of what's going on around you and not be caught off guard as often. Number two, practicing breathing techniques. So kind of connected again back to that mindfulness strategy, but really slowing down your breath intentionally where maybe you're waking up in the morning, maybe even just five minutes before your day starts or five minutes before you really go to bed and do your bedtime rituals, um, just slowing down to do some deep breathing. I always like to say, put your hand on your heart. You can follow along a guided meditation, you know, just Google one on, on YouTube, guided meditation, or you can even use those free apps. Um, for example, I always recommend, and I personally use the apps Calm and Headspace. Those are great. I also like Deepak Chopra's app. He has one for meditation. And, you know, just practice this deep breathing for a few minutes to slow your, again, nervous system down. Um, There's different techniques like box breathing or square breathing. You can even just YouTube that and just put box breathing and follow along. Um, There's so much free resources online these days. So definitely take advantage of that. And the third thing I would say would be helpful to do is to reset uh, by setting some boundaries and as best as you can in this moment of time of overwhelm, sticking with them. You know, I have a number of courses on boundaries. I um, highly recommend even just grabbing one of those courses. Um, they're available now just to even start 
really understanding what boundary season you're in and how to implement them. I really go over that in the workshop. So if you feel this is something you'd be interested in, you know, send me a message on Instagram or uh, send me an email at hello at aditsi.com. You can find me on Instagram at healwithadit and we can connect and I can share that with you. There's also a ton of free resources, again, on boundaries. There's no shortage of anything these days online. So go ahead and Google that um, and find a therapist that maybe you connect with um, and can follow. And again, I would highly recommend going deeper if you're in this chronic state um, and not just like an Instagram is not therapy. Neither is this podcast, right? None of that supplements. Um from getting that personalized treatment. And so feel free to reach out. I can send you that information. And I really hope that you take the time to reset today. If you're noticing any of those sneaky signs show up in your life um, and really take the time to invest in your healing, in your rest, in your reset, Um, you are absolutely worthy of that. And I thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, And if you haven't already, today is the last day to sign up for my workshop that I have with Alyssa, uh, who is an amazing friend of mine, but also a highly sensitive person coach and blogger um, on highly sensitive people and her and I have combined our forces, our skills, our energy, and we're creating the Holiday Survival Masterclass, which is on Saturday, um, November 13th from 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time till about noon, so an hour and a half to two hours on Zoom. It'll be recorded, so even if you can't join us live, you can catch the replay afterwards. But go ahead and sign up now. The event link is on my Instagram bio, or you can head over to my website and click the link at the top that says Holiday Survival Masterclass. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wish you the best in your healing journey. Thank you so much for listening to the Therapeutic Life Healing Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment right now and think of one friend you can share your biggest aha moment from this episode. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. I read each and every single one of them. I know you're someone who values helping others, and by taking these actions, you help me help more people. And as a thank you, I would love to send you my free squirrel quiz to help you discover your unique life balance and boundaries. You can access this free quiz by going to aditsi.com and signing up. I hope you find the moments of peace throughout your week you so deserve. Be well, friend, and see you next Friday.